Welcome to the Mega Man's Podcast with your host, Stephen Martinez, a.k.a. Mega Man. This will be episode 83 of Beer Talks 22, and this is part four of Women That Love Craft Beers. Right now, I'm in the city of CPT, which is Compton, Kimrick Lamar, what's up? I have a very, very, very special guest. My girl, Maria, but I call her my mama, but a.k.a. Sour Cream B. What's up, girl? What's up, guys? Thank you. Thank you for having me. I'm really stoked that you actually called me to do this. And I'm just like a little bit, um, you know, nervous, but I'm more than happy to do this for you. Oh, and did I say she's one of the members from the SoCal Cervecetas? That's right, SoCal Cervecetas member. Uh, shout out to all the girls, to uh, Laurie, to Tyler, to um, the beautiful Janet, beautiful souls. Um, all the girls, love them. Yeah, and I'm glad that uh, I wanted you on because I know we, you and I, we go back and forth. And, and, and I just want to say that I'm honored to have you on my podcast for women that love craft beers. And you and I, I have to say, we've been trying to work together to try to come with with the best women who are killing it in the craft beer game, social media, home brewers, SoCal Cervecetas, and all that stuff, and because I wanted their story to be told. So I just want to say thank you, uh, Maria, for helping me out trying to get some of these uh, women on the podcast. Oh, no problem. It's my pleasure. I'm here to support everyone. I'm here to support you. It's important for me to have the voice of the women be heard. Um, so I was more than happy to help you out. And, you know, this doesn't stop. we got to continue. It's, and, and I give so much respect for for you because, and also to your husband. Shout out to Bear Thug Life. You guys are helping me so much on the podcast and, and trying to give me all these podcast uh, guests and all that stuff. And to me, it's, it's like when I put to try to get this big project, it, it, was, it was a little bit too much. But there was some stuff... We will not get into it, but there was some stuff that, that some people kind of backed out, and I called out the Mega Man signal, and your husband, Bear Thug Life, and you responded, uh, Crowns and Hobbs, John and Filter Brew, and you give me all these certain peoples, and, and I, I have to say it worked out really, really good, and I, I want to say I wanna, I'm really thankful that you, you did this so much because um, this was one of the one of the ideas I wanted you know, for the men, the you know, the crapper scene, but also I want to be very equal and to show, hey, women can women can kick ass too, you know, and that's why I wanted your help to try to put together uh, women who love craft beers, and uh, I I really really uh, thank you for this. No, absolutely, and that's what the uh, craft beer community is all about. It's real love. So I mean, you have our our love and our support. And and also, I. I had that humble feeling that um, when you when I went to the SoCal Cervecetas over there in uh, South Central, when I met a lot of the people and stuff, and uh, I know Beard Thug Life told me that yeah, we we're gonna jump you in. It's like, well, fuck, dude, like, what do I do? I have to, I have no, to cover. I was gonna jump you in. I was, I, do I have to cover myself? I was like, what do I do? But I felt so much at home and. And Good. seeing all the uh, the home brewers and everything, and what's up, man? Oh, what's up? What's up? 
and uh, seeing all the the home brewers and all the SoCal Sevastos women and stuff like that, and I felt something. I felt energy, but in a way, I feel it was very positive. And I know when Bertha likes to say, "Hey, I'm gonna jump you in," it's like, "Hey, can I just kind of like, can I just kind of fight back?" You know? But I felt you like I have to fight back. I can't even just close my guard and shit. But I felt so much at home, and I just want to say, from here right now, you can hear this that I Mega Man with the Mega Man podcast would like to join the SoCal Seven Settles. That's right. That's what we want. We need people like you. So I support that and I'm there for I'm you. I'm getting a little tear right now. Don't worry. I'll give you 10 seconds of my best <laughs> shots. Fuck, dude. <laughs> and that's the thing I, it's just, I love. Is this the hospitality, the love, mm-hmm. all that stuff whatsoever. It's and family. It's family. And, you know, I tried little societies here and stuff, but they're a little far. Mm-hmm. But SoCal Seven Settles is by far one of the, I feel like, the warm, the love. Uh, I just, I feel it in my heart. Oh, I'm not God, just saying yeah. that because you know how I am. I keep it very unfiltered. But I know you do. that's <laughs> one of my, I, I want to be in that society. And I feel very, very, very comfortable. Well, I'm glad because that, that's one of our missions too is to bring more people together. Again, that's family. That's craft beer love. And you're more than welcome. We're here to support not just you but each other. It's mm-hmm. like going to your tia's house. Once we're all together, it's like we're drinking beer. We're just having a good old time. Yeah, I know. And trying all the beers and uh, and with also SoCal Sabacetos where at that time when I went, they had, you guys made the beer called the Landy Strip. Oh, yes, yes. And people are like, why you call the Landy Strip? Hello, <laughs> motherfucker. Like, they share the coochie out there. Wait, dude. stop. Did Lani <laughs> tell you what happened with Uh-uh, that? no. Oh, tell okay. me, tell me, tell me. It's, it's an it's a inside joke for the girls. It was pretty much just all of us girls getting together to brew a beer. You know, a few beers in, and we get a little crazy. We start talking about girl things. One thing leads to another, and we're talking about, you know, taking care of the area, mm-hmm. <laughs> which is important. Of course. Um, few beers in and we start calling it the land strip so it was just appropriate that we all call it that i love that because <laughs> it's a very catchy game if some guys don't know that means you're still a virgin <laughs> that's just how it is <laughs> but but that's it I, I tried the beer it was really really smooth it was really good i like it yeah and I always want to try, like, shots to big boys and shots to big worm. And, you know, a lot of the women and stuff like that is a, I always want to try different types of beers and, and see what's good and what's not. Shots to Roscoe, you know, and shouts to uh, Feather Serpent that just opened Definitely. up and Sam, yeah. Sam Demas. Mega Man will be there because I want them on my podcast. Good. And also... Cross my fingers, I'm in the works to try to get Magnitude on my podcast. Oh, yes, they're making some good beers. Because they're the ones who, who won the whole thing. And knowing that they're from downtown local Long Beach, I would love to have them on. Okay. Because they're, I want their stories to be told. So, SoCal Severcetos, they're killing it right now. So, with the, with the SoCal Severcetas, uh, w- tell me about it. How, how did everything get started? Well, the SoCal Cervecitos have been around for a few years now. Um, it just it just grew kind of rapidly. I know that my first encounter with them was probably two years ago, which was actually on my birthday. Um, Edgar Birtag, like my husband, um, had seen a post by them about um, Colchella. I thought the name was cool. I didn't have anything like really planned for my birthday. I knew I like beer and I want to get messed up. Yeah. So <laughs> typical girl. So I said, "All right, let's do this." You know, got a few of our friends and went down there and just um, fell in love. Fell in love with what they were doing. You know, it's just again that feeling of family, that feeling of being around people that look like you. 
um, which is also awesome and a plus. Um, it was a great time. And then afterwards, I think um, someone must have hit up Edgar and said, hey, you know, this is a group, you want to join? And we were all in. So ever since then, the love's been there. That's badass. And it's like with all the South Cal Seversetta women, you guys... How often do you guys have groups? Like once a month, two months, or how how's that like? Well, for the women, it kind of grew out of, again, um, Lonnie and I have, I think, just an instant connection where um, I wanted to tag us for Brew Day, and I went to Brew Day um, with the Cerveceras, which um, was kind of different for me because I've never ventured out by myself. Mm. You know, I've always been uh, either with my kids or with my husband, I've always been that supporting role. Mm-hmm. Um, and this time I, you know, my kids are out of the house, my husband's doing his thing, which I'm very supportive of. But I also wanted to see what was out there for me. So they called me, they invited me and I said, I'm there. So I went and um, when I wanted to tag, you know, the girls, I noticed that we didn't have like a, a an Instagram for the girls. We only had the set ourselves, which is cool. You know, there are brothers, we support them. But we also want to put that female twist on it. So I, I told Lolly, hey, Lolly, you know what we need? We need a SoCal Cervecera's Instagram. And, of course, that she said, I'm on it. And I said, let's do this. So um, we had a lot of really good conversations that day, you know, over beers. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the girls got to tell me a little bit about their stories and their struggles and how they're viewed in this industry and just things that we all go through and i think that really united us because that day i think we bonded like no other people have ever bonded probably because we had so many things in common we had the struggles in common of being taken serious as women in the craft beer industry mm-hmm. you know to the point where um shout outs to flora brewing where she's doing mm, her thing and, i see that and, she started following you know, me you know she's doing her thing and a lot of times People assume that it's it's the man that's doing it, but it's really her. Like, she's doing it. You know, she's brewing. It's her business. So, you know, I want to give props to her because she's facing a lot of that, you know. Um, also, not to say that she's not from the SoCal Cerveceras, but she's also a, a badass female in the industry, which is um, Lisa from Haparazzi. She, too, has a similar story where... Haparazzi? Where okay. she's, like, um, the manager of Haparazzi, a, a small... Um, brewery up in Anaheim really good sours and you know when they go in, into the store or into the brewery they ask for they ask for the male and she's the um, she's the owner so I wanted to make sure that that gets you know that message is out there is that we're not just sipping beer which hey who doesn't like beer but we're doing other things you know we're brewing we're managing we're supporting we're you know, we're, we're being the, um, we're doing the marketing. And I know you notice that because a lot of times when you're uh, messaging, you know, these these home brewers, a lot of the women are the ones that are behind the scenes. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Shouts to Big Boy's Brewery because I didn't know at the time <laughs> you, you, you're what happened, right? So yes. Big Boy, so Big Beer Fest. So I went like, hey, what's up? Are we doing the podcast? And they were like, huh? No idea, yeah. David and Caesar are like, huh? And we're like, yeah, we're like, oh, you're making man. And like, they feel like I feel like a little idiot, and they're like, oh, I'm sorry. Our wives do the social media. We just do the beers. So right, right. I get it. So behind the scenes, women are doing stuff behind the scenes, right. where the men are focusing on what they have to do. And that's good, if you know, because it works out. It's a good partnership, and I think that's really, truly what you know, whether it's a, a marriage or a business, should be about. It's you know, a balance. 
Mm-hmm. No, so I, I agree with that uh, concept and that way of, of running your business and running, you know, even running a, a club. So I, I really agree with that. That I mean, that's good that what SoCal Service said us for the women who are, are going to get their names out there and stuff like that. And, and also it should be also be considered as equal with men and women. But you see a lot of women in the crappers can killing it. Like, for mm-hmm. example, we try to get Amy on the podcast from Aerolodge Brewery where she's winning all these rewards. Right. And Aerolodge is like, hey, what are these beers coming from? They're saying, hey, so good. Well, it's all because of Amy. Right, right. You know, or Three Rivers and all that stuff or... Or um, also with uh, Andy, you know, or from uh, Brewery West and all mm-hmm. that stuff. They're just killing right. those. So women are taking over right now. Yes, yes, they are. Yes, they are. It's a good time to be in the craft beer um, community. And as women, we're rocking it. Because you can't tell us we can't do something because that's when we'll go harder. Oh, you hear that, guys? So you bring me intimidated. So if a guy says, oh, I can make a better beer, women can be like, well, I can make it two times better. <laughs> so it's a little intimidating, but it's kind of good in a way. But it's good that... You're socializing, you're you're making more you're making more friends on social media and also in real life, but you're also working together together to um make some good beers. Definitely. And you know, from Lolly, she made um, I did a podcast with her earlier a while back, I'm gonna put it out maybe next week. She made some bomb ass ciders. I she got does. fucked up. She does. I was like, come on, there's no <laughs> cider, there's no way. This is my first time having a cider. But I think her cider was about maybe nine to maybe ten percent. Oh, she's good. It tastes like a cinnamon, kinda like honey flavor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God damn, it was really, really good. And I was like, I'm a little buzz. It's like, Mega Man, you okay? It's like, what the fuck did you do to me, dude? I was like, they but, creep up on you. They creep up, but they're yeah. it's really good. So that's always what I see women and also uh the what there's a lady there's a girl who's been following me, Wasted Brewery. Oh, Janet. Yeah. Yeah. She's been following me a lot. Tyler. She's a sweetheart. Janet is a sweetheart. She her and Tyler actually were the ones that took on the biggest part of um the landing strip oh really yes oh yes some of us were there for the entertainment we were there for the camaraderie we were there for you know the the, the beers we were there for the food because when girls get together there will be plenty of food mm-hmm. um but most mostly it was janet and tyler the ones that really you know um had the biggest roles in, in the in the brewing mm-hmm. of landing strip so shout outs to them and yeah. i know janet she has this mad passion for it it shows she did not like want to stop. She just kept going. It was so hot out there. So she makes her own beers. That's what's called wasted brewery. Like she makes her own yes, crap she beer. She, she's no um, collabs brewing. with anyone. Just no. She's brewing with um, and I don't know if it's her husband or her boyfriend because I don't get into those details. But she is um, partnering with not a, with the with cheese a male. man. <laughs> yeah, I'm not done <laughs> with the cheese man. I'm here to have a good time. Uh huh. Yeah. So Wasted Brewery, okay, because I want to try some of her beers and Tyler's and stuff. Um, there, I mean, that's the thing I always want to focus on. Um, home brews, where we'll get into it on the next segment. But I know right now I'm kind of focused on inland, but I want to stay more into the LA scene and focus on SoCal Serviceros and mm-hmm. focus on a lot of home brewers because. Those are going to be the ones in the future who are going to open and start opening up home brewers. Oh. I mean, I mean, I mean, sorry, not home brewers, but also craft beer like breweries and stuff like that down the road. Yeah, because like they're we, kicking ass. Like we you know what, for example, uh, uh, feather, feather serpent. Yes. You yes. know, I haven't been there, but I want to check it out. Hopefully, this week or the following week when I have time, mm-hmm. because I've been hearing so much. Because um, for some reason, no lie, I've been getting so much people from tagging me like you have to go check out feather serpent. It's like. You know, like, for some reason, I'm always 
rarely go in the sandbox, you know. <laughs> but I want to check out in, uh, Feather Serpent and see what they're all about. I just wanted to see what how many beers they have on tabs and stuff and see what the beers. Yeah, but well, they had their grand opening this weekend, this Saturday. So that was pretty neat. I really like what they did. They had... um. Floclorico there, which was uh, something different in the brewery scene. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was nice. And then they also had the Aztecs uh, dancing. So I thought that was awesome. I thought, you know, gosh, what a great way to bring some of that Latin flavor in here. So I, I like really that. Like the, Aztec, that. Like, the, like, like the Aztec like dancing and all that, the ritual to, to bring good luck and good wishes. That's mm-hmm. like the same thing what happened with Borders X, you know. And also, we didn't talk about uh, Shasta right. Luis Martinez <laughs> from Borders X Head Brewer. He gave us a little uh, little iffy iffy, gave us some good stuff. He then sure did. Recommends like, hey, since you're going to do the podcast with Bear Thug Live and Sour Cream B, let me give you some of my beers, Simon Huchata. And he gave, and uh, what'd you think about it? I really, and I was telling you this earlier, I'm not a Horchata fan because it's really um, a dominant in flavor, but this oh, one is perfect. a nice, perfectly balanced Horchata. And I like it because it's not too um, overpowering. So I really like it. It's nice drinking. It's easy. And you know what? I can drink this all day. So I, I really thank you for the beer. Thank you. He was like, oh, you're going to go to Compton? I said, yeah, I'm going to the, I'm going to Kenwick Lamar Hood. He's like, hey, <laughs> let me give you, before you go, let me give you a three-pack and stuff. So let's see what, what they, what they, what, what they uh, like about my beers. Because he's been um, doing the best he can to make, like, good beers. Because from the city of Bell, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of Latinos, a lot of Mexicans right. and everything and stuff. And he wants to bring, like, some good, good uh, Mexican beers as much as he can. Well, they were actually at the MOLA um, event with the SoCal Cerveceros. And I had a chance to try yes. their, um, their, their uh, cucumber sour. And that was bomb. Let me tell you this. Coming soon, strawberry minchilada. I just had it earlier today. Oh, wow. Really? Oh, scale from 1 to 10, Ooh. I give it, like, a 20. I love Michez. It was a, it was I really good. It's like, good. dude, this is a creeper. It's strawberry sour, and mm-hmm. he puts like the minchilada, all that the stuff around the on um, the edge of the cup, and whew, it was really really good. Looking forward to tasting that. I cannot wait. And shouts uh, to Louis Martinez. He's doing really uh, good things at Borders X, and he has excuse me, sorry for my sorry for my burp. Um, he's doing some good uh, breweries and stuff. I always ask him. When are you ever gonna do collabs? Mm-hmm. But he know he's he might be having Julio Trejo, uh, doing his beers over there from Quail Pell Well, I heard I heard a rumor. I heard that he wanted to do a collab with some guy named uh, Mega Man. He want to do Mega Man. <laughs> I told him I I DM him was like, wait, are you talking about Beard Duck Life or Mega Man? Because I think you're a little bit fucking drunk, bro. No. So I want to make that sure. <laughs> but if you do, if if you do a collab with Beard Luck Life, I'll be like, what kind of beer you want? But if I do, there has to be a third party. It has to be Beard Duck Life, you know, because Beard Duck Life. Mega Man. No, we'll figure Mega Man. You got to believe in yourself. I believe in myself, but I always like... what. You are, got this. I like lagers. I like, I like stouts, beers, IPAs. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. But to me, it just depends, you know? Like, I next year, I'm going to start making beers, you Good. know? But I taste beers and everything. I know mm-hmm. what I want, but I just, like, I want to get, like, for example, like, your husband... He gets down to the nitty gritty, gets get down and dirty, make his mm-hmm, beers mm-hmm. because you know if he's if that's his name out there, like I want to be there too. To right. hey, I want to make that beer. Like hey, I did my help, I did my homework. Yeah, that's important. I, that's what I want to do. Yeah. 
because you and you know, can still do that. I mean, shout outs to Beer Thug, like he's my husband, so I do have a bias. But he's a hardworking person, and he wants to uh, make sure that when his when he puts his name on it, it's you know it, it's representative of what he's doing. Yeah, whatever, so, whatever. Uh, Beer Thug, Thug Life goes, or whatever you go, like you know, with me, um, I will always be there. I remember. Um, I know I said this before. The la- uh, when I first met your husband. Um, I was at Long Beach Bear Lab, and he was with Larry. I think they were still remodeling Hogs Canyon. And um, when I met him, I didn't know who he was. Mm-hmm. So when he started following me and stuff like that, and he was getting his name out there on social media, I was like, oh, shit, mm-hmm. and started following him more. And when I started doing the podcast, and I wanted to put a project for Craft Beer Months, but when Beard Thug like, was getting his name out there, and I think the first collab he did was with Sandbox, that's when I was doing a podcast in Orange County mm-hmm. and I was driving no lie about 100 miles per hour because I wanted to drive over there and try to get try his Hastaka beer. And hey, I got Hastaka. one Hastaka beer and I wanted to, I only got one can, but in a way it's like his, uh, he was well known and I wanted to get, oh my God, who's farting? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Um, little known fact, Hey Seca is one of my favorite collaborations. When I tried that beer, to me, and I'm I'm very picky, very picky, but Hey Seca to me was a beer that was perfect. Was that the first collab that Beer Thug Life ever did? No, it was not. What was the, who the was... first collab that he did was Cholo Chugs in Pennsylvania with Oh, uh, yes, Blueprint. Blueprint. Yes, yes. That was the first one. That was the first then it one. just went off from there. Yeah, and so uh, Sandbox, I believe, was the second collab. And I just, I loved everything about it. Um, the taste, gosh, it's just, I, I haven't found anything to match it. And I know that that's. You're probably not gonna believe that because you know he's my husband, but I really like that beer, and I'm. I haven't had it yet. You never tasted. Mm-mm. Wow. Yeah, well, I I would put I would put my name on that. I really want to see a Hasteka two, Hasteka a batch two. two, a batch two. This year, I want to see it this year because again, that was one of my favorite beers. Uh, I had it one time at Sandbox. It was really really good. I know they had it on draft, but I got one can from the from Sandbox Brewery, but. Yeah, it was it was really good. It was good. It was yeah. fun. It was a, a fun collaboration. Um, I think that there was so much more that we can do together. Mm-hmm. And what about with uh, local craft beers and Kings? Like, you had some collabs with them and also... Right, but that collaboration was just... It wasn't just Beer Thug Life. It was a few um, individuals, right? So it was uh-huh. the um, same gang, which was on Filter Brews. That's one was- of my favorite beers. I had one class. I had one can left, and I remember I tagged everyone. And I had, I was crying like my girlfriend's uh-huh. like my girlfriend's like so bland. I was like what the fuck are you crying for? It's oh. my last can, motherfucker. It's like this is, this is my last can, and uh, I was I didn't want to open it because it was my last can. But I still I, I kept the can, empty mm-hmm. can. So I did a podcast with Craft Culture USA. Mm-hmm. He says, "Megan, man, I got a surprise for you." I said, "What? I got a growler of same game." Their oh, last wow. keg over at Kings. And I had a little tear too because that because it, it's really good. Yeah, well, when we tried that beer, because we went in, I think all of us went in with a different mindset of what we were going to do because it's, you know, a bunch of heavy hitters here from the West Coast, um, known as influencers or not, yeah. whatever have you. But it's a bunch of great people that are doing great things. Um, so shout outs to them. But 
we all kind of went in with our own agenda like this is west coast so we're gonna go west coast with it but by the time jeremiah came up with this taste we were all in we were all in i mean i don't even remember how many pours i had of of the taste that he gave us and i said this is dangerous because i don't even taste the alcohol right, exactly so i mean it was, it was like a so six it was, was it like a 6.2 or five points i think it was a five point something yeah Six? Yeah, like a, six. like a six. Yeah, that's pretty yeah. good. So, with all the beers, I know we talk about your husband a lot. Let's talk about you because this is your fucking episode. <laughs> so, uh, what did you grow up at? Um, Let's see. When I came to this, well, when my parents brought me to this country because I'm actually born in Mexico. What part? Uh, Mexico City. My oh, parents, shit. That, my, the, the, the inner city the of inner Mexico. City. I'm a city girl. Um. My parents are from Michoacan, both of them are. Michigan. But, <laughs> right? Uh, I came here when I was five, uh, six years old, actually. And uh, when we got here, we went straight to downtown LA. We lived there for like uh, just a few months. And then we made our way to uh, Boyle Heights. So shout outs to Boyle Heights. And shout out to Felipe Esparza from the What's Up Food podcast. He's from Boyle Heights. Too. And Boyle Heights is another city, man. I'm telling you, it's another city, it's another world. There's so much love there. And also, they're also fighting the gentrif- gentrification big time yeah. every fucking day. Well, it, it, it's, it's everywhere. Yeah. Um, so we were there. We were there for um, until I was about 12 years old when I made my way to um, South Central LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's um, kind of where I met the love of my life. Mm-hmm. Then uh, we moved over to Lake Elsinore for a few years. And so how did you guys meet? How did you and Beard Thug Life meet? Um, well, we met actually... Funny story, we we officially met in Gardena High. Gardena High? Yeah, that's where we officially met. But um, we actually um, placed eyes on each other um, in the street where I used to live. Uh-huh. I went over to my best friend's house, and he was across the street, and my eyes and his eyes just locked. How did it be like? <laughs> so who eyes who, who started first, you or was it him? He's like, hey, what's up, You girl? know, we each have our story. We <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't, Mega Man wants to know the truth, because I like, wouldn't know how, how did Sour Queen be and Bertha, well, Bertha like you know, met. we each have our story, but uh, to be honest with you, I, I had a boyfriend down that same street. Oh, and, shit. And, uh, you know, I, I saw, I, I was standing on my best friend's porch, um, waiting to talk to my boyfriend when I looked across the street, and there he was with a bunch of guys, and mm-hmm. um, I don't know, there was a bunch of other guys, I don't care who they were, my eyes just locked. But nothing happened because I had a boyfriend, so it was just that moment. And then probably, gosh, a few months later, I got kicked out from Roosevelt High. And so I ended up going to Gardena High because my best friend was going to Gardena High. And she's like, hey, well, you want to come over here? I'm like, well, I ain't got nothing else to do. So I went to Gardena High, and that's where I met him. Mm-hmm. How was I like, oh, hey, what's up, girl? Well... <laughs> <laughs> Um, he came up to me, well, actually, he came up to my friend, and, um, he, you know, asked if he, to, to get introduced or whatnot, so then she kind of just glanced, and then, um, you know, he kind of ended up introducing himself, because... That's good. She didn't, I guess she had, like, a little crush on him or whatnot. Oh, shit. Yeah, so he ended up introducing himself. Uh, long story short, we're no longer best friends, but, um... <laughs> Anyways. But I kept the price, no. <laughs> you, got, you got the price. I got the price. 
That's good. But it's like, and you guys were like high school sweethearts? High school sweethearts, yeah. We, were um, you, what were you, like a sophomore for junior? Well, he was 15 because I'm older than him. Oh, shit. Yeah, you know, you got, you got to get him young. That's what's up, Beth. That's why you. You got the older <laughs> chicks. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, so he was younger than me. and we so, just, if, so if you met him, uh-huh. were you like a freshman, junior? I mean, I think I was a junior. And he was a, and he was a sophomore? I think so. Yeah, because the, the high fives on birthday life. The the year after I ended up, we ended up going to Fremont. So uh-huh. yeah, we, we and, made our way around. <laughs> and you guys, and you guys, and you guys been with each other ever since, huh? Ever since, yes. That's it's to me. It's it's a little rare for high school sweethearts to still be together. Still, it's it's it it could be ups and downs or yeah. here and there, but. As long as you have good communication and you know each other and you keep it strong and it it's good. It's, well, it's I want to really... say it's the love because you know every every couple or every marriage has their issues, but yeah. you know when it gets down to it, if there's still love, you're still willing to fight. But if there's no, no love, what. it doesn't matter what you do, what you uh-huh. say. It's uh-huh. just it's just not gonna be there. That's good. It's it's always gonna be love no matter what. Like. You're gonna be there for for your man no matter what from from good times bad times and other times you're gonna be there no matter what. Yeah, and, and I'm his number one fan. <laughs> number one fan. Number one fan. Fan his, girl. His number one supporter. His uh-huh. his everything. So and he's the same for me. You know, he's he got me into the craft beer game. So, I mean, it's just God. It's been it's been crazy. He educated me about a lot of this. You know, so, a lot of craft beers. Yeah. Oh, and in what way? I didn't know craft beer until. You know, he introduced me to it. Uh-huh. So how was that like? It was good. It was good. At first, I didn't like it, but then he brought me um, like a lambic and then a sour, and then I fell in love, just like, just like I did with him. <laughs> uh-huh. That's why I tell my girl. My girl's like a little fanatical with uh, craft beers, but I know at the time right now she's pregnant. But she tells me well, when I have this baby, I'm gonna go on a on a craft beer uh, spree with uh, Sour Queen B. That's right. And it's like that. So I'm gonna leave you with a baby, and you can hang out with Beer Thug Life, and uh, I'm gonna be uh, with Sour Queen B getting fucked up with, with Candace it. and the girls. Shout I'm out like, to Cynthia. I know because she was girls like, she's like, I'm waiting for the time. I'm waiting for the time. I got the day that after. That you hate, baby. I'm going with Sour Cream B. Oh, because yes, I love it. <laughs> I, with all the breweries that I take her to, she knows what's good and what's not, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and she's like understands like, oh, I didn't know about this, I didn't know mm-hmm. about that, and and understand like you know because um, to me in my in my eyes and me and Cynthia's eyes, you and your husband Bert Thug Life are to me like you guys are really close to me, and mm-hmm. it's. It's rare to have that inner that inner circle still, to mm-hmm. you know, and it, it to me it, it um, it, you gotta have that close yeah. friends. And, no, I believe in that. And it, whatever you and Bear Duck Life Bear Duck Life do, um, I'm always gonna support you no and, matter and likewise, what. We'll always support you guys. No matter what, and that's the thing where a lot of people tell me this is between us, but I don't give a care. Why do you go? Why do you always support Bear Duck Life? Or sour cream be a lot, you know, and everything because those are my friends. You know, I, I'm by them. I support them what they do. I believe in their future. I believe what they Thank do. You. 
you know, and stuff like that. And, you know, and I have to say, you know, if you don't believe uh, what bird life and you do or what I do, um, sorry to say, you can suck my fucking dick, you know, and all that shit, you know, and all that. But whatever you guys go, whatever journeys that you do, collabs or or SoCal Severcetos or SoCal Severcetas, I'm going to be there so to support no matter what. And I appreciate the support. And, and so does the, so does Edgar. Um, and I think that's what's the 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 most important thing is support, you know, because we're going to have differences. I mean, I think we have that confidence, you and I, where, we, you know, we're, we're texting each other in the morning at night. And we're like, oh. hey, well, what about this? Well, I don't think that's that's okay. Well, what about this? And I mean, I think yeah. I'm able to bring that to you. As, and, and, oh, yeah. And, you know, and I trust you enough where you, you know, you we do know. the same thing to me. So I think that's important. And you just got to keep working on it. I mean, relationships aren't going to be easy. Even friendships aren't going to be easy. But... You yeah. gotta remember, we're all human. We all make mistakes, and we just gotta keep going. Yeah, we keep on going and stuff. And I, there's one thing I noticed that you and I and and Birtuk and a lot of people, we're good on social media, so we know what's good and what's not and stuff like that. And we we see we see things and stuff. What what's gonna help us? At, you know, I don't want to say the word numbers, mm-hmm. but try to make more connections and more more followers and have people you know follow us as we follow them and stuff like that mm-hmm. you know it's like you know what what you bring to the table right you know and stuff like that and that's the thing i always do you know and uh you you have your hiccups here and there you have your trolls here and there but for some people they just sometimes they want to to assume or make it or they say oh you're so this and this but they don't do the homework and understand what what we are and stuff yeah, like that no, which is that's good mm-hmm. so do you do you um you can do you control beer thug life and the social media and all that stuff i can never control beer thug life <laughs> <laughs> he is one of a kind but you know what he brings something that i can never bring which is you know originality and he is, um, he's just very people-oriented. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a very friendly guy. He, he is, he is what, I, what I am not. And I think that's what, that's what makes this partnership um, kind of a perfect balance, mm-hmm. right? Because he's very social. He's very outgoing. I can be too, but I, I am very standoffish until I know you. But once I know you and you're cool and you're in, like, dude... I would give you anything. I would do anything for you. You're more like me. You're more like to observe and study yeah. and see what they're all about. Do you mm-hmm. troll me? Like, let's see what their social media is all about. <laughs> That's what I do. You got, but because these days you have to know. You have to know. And, and you know, it's, it's, it's part of your upbringing. So, you know, Edgar grew up different. He grew up in a gang. I did not. I grew up uh, fending for myself. Uh-huh. And, you know, and then there's the woman aspect where women always have to protect themselves from, you know, just walking down the street and getting catwalks. So, mm. um, you know, there's that there, there's that element. So I think a lot of women in general will always be a little bit standoffish or have their wall up just for protection. Yeah. So that's the difference between him and him and I. But when we care about someone, you know, we invite them to our house as many times as possible, you know, we'll. If you tell me, hey, you know what, Maria, I'm having a bad day. Can I sleep in your couch? Hey, take it. You know what I mean? But that, that's the kind of people that, that we are. But to answer your question, I, I can never control Beer Thug Life, nor do I want to control him. I want to see him flourish, and I want to see him excel in what he does, and I want to see him happy in his passion. 
and you're like the backbone, whatever he does, but I'll be the backbone to have his back, you know, yes. no matter what. Definitely. And but, but which is kind of good, you know, to to be by your husband's side, but also because you know, be with Beard Douglight, but also kind of the social media, what's what what goes on and everything and stuff with with your with you know your merch and everything and stuff mm-hmm, like that mm-hmm. which is which is good and understandable and stuff like that and it's good you know i understand you know it's like i mean it's it's blowing up Bear Thug life sour cream be like you you both are all like on the social media you guys are blowing up I don't want to say you guys I mean guys and ladies because <laughs> no, we're living no. in a in society where it's like hey it wouldn't be equal it's like I want to say ladies too right but right. like you know it's just, it's just something where now that because I'm following you and them I gained so much uh, followers you know shout out to uh, Laura and Brittany from Sarp Ranch Cucamonga Candice you know yeah. Hops Galore oh Hops that's galore. part two that's we're my gonna, baby we're gonna do a part two <laughs> that's she my baby is girl. so nice she is she's awesome that oh my god she's it, pure love that, that I, woman if pure you, love if you were there she was so fucking nice oh she is <laughs> there was one uh, topic we talked about where I almost had a tear in my eye you know, certain things, what's been going on in society, and uh, mm-hmm. she's I, she's very super super intelligent and sweet oh, and awesome God. and a badass yeah. bitch. <laughs> I've been getting so much DMs from people like, "Hey, she's single," you know, like, "Well, well," <laughs> you know, like I don't know. You have to DM her, but I don't want no trolls, you know, and stuff right, like that. Right, right. But she was super nice and. Uh, I know she's been a little busy, but like we have to do a part two, and mm-hmm. I have an idea down the road. Like I want to have you, Candice, Hops Galore. I want to have a little girls talk, you know, like for you know one. Careful down the with road. the girl talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, some shit's gonna go out, right? <laughs> Unfiltered, you know. But that's just something, you know, like what you bring to the table and stuff with the social media and stuff like that and all. But that's that's, that's good. You know, so other than that, um, right now we're gonna take a break right now and we're gonna get some beers and we'll be right back. What's up, everyone? Mega Man here. Before we get back to the episode, I want to do a couple plugs and some shout outs. This Saturday, Taster Brews will be in Long Beach. Oh my gosh, a lot of big time breweries. And some home brewers are going to be kicking ass. Ooh, so many breweries. I don't even know. I don't even know what, when I get there, I don't even know what beer I should try. But I will be there for sure this Saturday. Uh, when you're over there, get some uh, Beer Thug Life merch. Come taste some beers from the Hood Soldiers Brewery. You don't want to miss this yearly event. Stop by and say cheers, motherfucker, to my boy, Beer Thug Life, and his wife, Maria. And uh, Two Sons Brewery, will they will be pouring for Hood Soldiers Brewery. Get your tickets at tasteofbrews.com. And when you do, when, before checking out, uh, put the promo code BEERTHUG. And you'll save $5 on a ticket when you go Taste of Brews. I'm going to be there. I want to see all you motherfuckers there, man. Can't wait. Be on the lookout for another beer collaboration for Bear Thug Life coming soon. You don't want to sleep on this one. Keep following Beer Thug Life, Sour Cream B, and mostly for all their events and see what's what's going on down the road for them. Also, give a follow to Hood Soldiers Brewery. That's Beer Thug Life's little home brewer, man. 
follow them on Instagram, Hood Soldiers Brewery. Last but not least, I want to say this. Someone's birthday is around the corner this Friday. And I just want to say Edgar, as we all know him as Beer Thug Life, um, I just want to say happy birthday to you, man. I mean, I'm looking forward, you know, hopefully I get to see you this Friday. You know, if I, you know, pretty much in a way, I'm probably going to go uh, see you and show some support and love. But I just want to say Beer Thug Life, man. Um, I just want to say thank you for helping me out so much on the Mega Mass podcast, you know, trying uh to have your you know trying to get your story told around the world and you've always been there for me and you know to me man i really really appreciate it man uh getting me some uh some cool people on the podcast and uh just showing love man and and that's the thing i do man it's like you always been there for me i'm always going to be there for you whatever you go with collaborations or any events i try to make no matter you know, you know me, Beard Thug Life. You know, I got a family, got to work, but whenever I have time, man, I will make a man will always be there to support you, Beard Thug Life. So again, I just want to say happy birthday and to everyone else. Um, also, um, I want to give a couple shout outs. Uh, Crafted and Cuffed, shouts to you. Rosco Brewery, shouts to you. I'm going to get you on my podcast, man. And you too, girl, uh, Brewdolls and Woodier. You know who you are, dude. We're going to get you on. And you better not be shy. You better not be nervous. <laughs> Just kidding. Larry Chavez, Hogs Canyons Brewery, man. I can't wait to go try your beers when uh, when your brewery opens in Long Beach. Luis Alvarado, shouts to you. Brews S and Q's podcast, shouts to you. Jose Chavez, shouts to you. Candace underscore hates underscore stouts underscore shoutouts to you. Uh, bitches and brews. Ooh, shoutouts to you. Hop Killer. Hey, I, I, don't worry. I'm going to get you on my podcast. Don't trip. I'm going to get you on. Ray Diaz. Shouts to you. Julio Robles. I got to get you on my podcast, man. I heard the episode with you on No Father, No Problem, man. I heard about three times, man. Hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> All underscore kinds underscore of underscore brews shouts to you. Bobby underscore Peru shouts to you. Steph Leon shouts to you. Angel for Let Me Know Pod shouts to you. Hey man, when am I gonna go on your podcast? Small Town Cali podcast, man. I know I was supposed to go over there, but I promise I, I will go over there and do a podcast with you. Shouts to you. Dudes from LA's podcast, Sergio, shouts to you. Hope you're having an enjoyable time drinking uh Lick drinking beers and liquors in Vegas. Uh, shout outs to uh, No Father, No Problem, and uh, also shout outs to Sadae. The I might say, I hope I'm saying that right. The Pada Rosa uh, podcast. Um, everything else, um, much love. Um, I hope you like this episode I did with Maria. But you guys know her as Sour Queen B. But I like to know her as Sour Queen Diva. <laughs> so other than that, guys, I hope you um, enjoyed this episode. And you know what? Let's get back to it. Late. All right, we're back on. We take a little beer break. But um, Sour Queen B, I got to know, like... You're getting so much love in the social media game. You like you get all the love and the support. I mean, I mean, there's a lot of ladies and men who follow you on social media, but they also follow me. It's like, wow, if they follow 
Fair Thug Life and Sour Cream B, I'm going to follow Mega Man. That's where I see like a little inner circle. <laughs> that, I mean, Candace, Laura. Yeah, I love Candace, uh, Laura too. Uh, when I met Laura, it was an instant connection. Uh, she actually did a couple's chug for uh, Valentine's Day with her husband. Mm-hmm. And it was for the Hey Stecca um, promotion. And when I met her at King's, it was just instant. It was like, from that day, we called each other bestie. Love at first sight. Love at first sight. And Candace, she's like, man, she's got mad love for, for both of us. Jason, like, we love them so much. They've been there from the beginning till now. From like, the beginning? From like, the they beginning. were there from the beginning? They were there from the beginning. They've been there till now. Like, huge supporters. Much love to both of them. It's just unreal because, um, you know, you have family that sometimes doesn't even show up. Sorry, yeah, my bad, I said it. But, um, you know, you have people like Jason and Candace that are constantly there. Where are you guys going to be next? We'll be there. Oh, shit. And what city are they from? They are in Moreno Valley. Oh, shit. And they're always there. So, I mean, I know I said something a little negative. But, yeah, you know, sometimes you find family in other people. And in this crappier community, sometimes you find the most support from them. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate that. And I love them for that. That's what's up. They came all the way from Runner Valley, whatever beer can release is or whatever you, you're there, they're there. That's right. That's true. Like people, fans or followers and, and you know, like that's that's really, really good because they, I mean, I know it's a gas drive, but when the love is there, they're going to go like, hey, I don't give a fuck about gas. I'm going to be there because I'm going to support them because those are my friends. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely, we we appreciate their love. We appreciate their support. That's what I. That's what I. Get. Damn, I'm about, I'm about to get teary, man. We, we just started. <laughs> we just took a break. We're now getting teary. What the fuck <laughs> is up, man? I mean, that's just something where with like with the social media, when you have your new, when you have followers that follow you, they'd be like, oh, sour cream B, birthday life, like, oh my god, I, I I love you guys. You ever get that a lot on your on your inst- on your DMs? Well, because I I do run a lot of um uh, beer thug life's uh, Instagram page and Facebook page. I do see a lot of the messages come through, um, and, you know, a lot of love there, and, and you know that that was expected. But when I think when I started getting it, I was it, it tripped me out. I was like, wait, what? Are, what's this? Well, like, why me? <laughs> mm-hmm. Even when you called me, I was like, wait, why why me? Like, what do I have to do with it? Like, I'm oh, behind me? the scenes. Yeah, I'm like, I'm behind the scenes. Oh, hey, you're a poor girl. <laughs> don't, be say, don't be saying like that. You know, come on. I want you on. <laughs> and I still don't get it sometimes, but, I, you know, I've had females that um have, you know, DM me and they're like, I like what you're doing. I'm like, wait, what am I doing? <laughs> like, I don't yeah. get it. I'm just, yeah. you know, having a good time and showing some love and, you know, just trying to be me and, you know, sometimes I'm a little bit Hard to handle, but you know. Uh, but I you, guess, but you be yourself. But I'm myself. But you keep it real, yeah. and that's the thing that I love. Like you, you, you keep it real on social media, but also like you care, like you know, because you you look out for the little bad apples here and there on in the social media game, the crappier game, and stuff like that. Because you're looking out for your best. Because I'm a bear, I have to care for people. Are you the alpha? Who's the alpha? I don't know. Good question. What do you think? I don't know. It's (laughs) 50-50. There always have to be an alpha, but there was an alpha female. But like, you know, because that was a good question for me and my girl. Like, who's the alpha? It's like, well, I'm the alpha. You're the alpha. 
But there's a 50-50, you know? You got to hold your own. You got to hold your own. But you know what? I'll tell you this much. I don't think there's a who's the alpha, but I don't think a strong man would want to, would genuinely want a weak woman because if a, if a man had a weak woman, you know what? He'll have her for a few here and there, but then you know what? It gets boring. Mm-hmm. You need someone that's going to promote you. You need someone that's going to help you. Someone that's going to love you, support you. And yes, challenge you. And also keep you on your toes. And keep you on your toes. I like so, that. That's what I love. That's yeah. what I love. Even the sex life. Ooh, did yeah. I say that? Did Mickey Ben say that? <laughs> yes, you did. And you know what? That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's the thing I always try to do. Like, you know, like when there's a good, when, when there's a good man, there's, a, there's always going to be a good woman behind that man. You know, having yeah, her husband yeah. or her boyfriend's back no matter what. But the same thing could be said for a woman because, you know what? You know, Edgar's hard to handle sometimes, but I wouldn't have it any other way. Because if he was, like, this square guy, like, I would be bored out of my mind. You feel me? Like, mm-hmm. that's not who I am. I like a challenge. Mm-hmm. Bring it. Yeah. Well, that, well yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think about it like, well, yeah. And I, that's what I had to do. Like, well, Bear Thug, like, yeah, he's... He's into it, into it, but it's good to understand and everything. Um, also, I know with SoCal, we, we went back to SoCal Cervecetas. What's the future for SoCal Cervecetas now? Well, for um, the future, we're planning on doing a couple more um, brew days for the girls. We really liked, um, you know, the event that we had last time, so we want to see more of that. But we also want to get educated on different types of beer. So mm-hmm. I'm actually looking forward to Lolly showing us how to do some ciders. So I'm like, I will be there for that. Um, we're planning to have uh, probably at least one brew day um, in August and then another one in November. So okay. that'll be fun. We do invite other females to come in. If you're interested in home brewing and you just want to... Or you just want to come through and have have some beers and see what we're all about. You know, come through. If you've ever been a little bit curious, come through. So with all the new people who are going to listen to the episode and they say like, hey, I, I want to join to the uh, SoCal Cervecetas for men, but also for the women for the SoCal Cervecetas, mm-hmm. how do they do? How, how, how do they join in? Well, you can technically contact either one of us, and we can uh, we can put you in contact with our president uh, so that you can get more information about that. Okay. I highly suggest that you do come to an, uh, a meeting or an event and just see what we're all about because sometimes it's not for you, and I, I can get that. But once you feel the love, just you can't say you can't say no. And it's all diverse and everything. Yeah, it's definitely diverse. We have it's not just um, Latinos; it's every everyone's welcome. That's what's up. I was gonna ask you, what type of what type of craft beers do you like? I love sours. Really, you're like straight 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 sours. I love sours. I got into so the... you, so. Let me tell you, how many bottles of Tums you have? Really? <laughs> I don't have any. Don't be lying. I do, I don't have any. Don't be lying. I don't have any. No way. How do you do it? Well, I was my metallic metabolism was a little better i think now it's starting to hit me um but i don't know i just it's like the spice it's like the chile like i could take habanero all day every day and mm-hmm. now i can't now that's changed so i don't know what happens to your to your palate but the older you get the more health issues you might have um i do love sour sours is, is my first love 
and I think I'm gonna love sours forever. What but I do dabble in styles, um, IPA. What kind of sours do you like? What kind of sours do I like? I like Cantillon sours. Mm-hmm. Cascades. Cascades. I like um, shoot, I can't remember the name. Tree, Treehouse. I think it is. Mm-hmm. No. I uh, can't remember the name right now. I'm a little bit buzzed now, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Typical. <laughs> I like sours that have nice, fresh, clean flavors, but mostly I like the um, raspberry sours. Mm. Blueberry. Anything that has blueberry. I want to try that homage. I know you guys, uh, Bertha, Bertha like have it here, the homage from the strawberry one. Homage has very good sours. Very good sours. That's the only uh, bottle I had from homage. But the long lines, it's, it's out the door. It's crazy. You know, I, I don't mind the, the long lines because when you have something good, you know, it's, it's worth it. Um, definitely, I'm still going to be a sour girl um, probably to the day that I die. Uh-huh. Um, but I also like, I also dabble in saisons mm-hmm. and um, American Wild Ales as well. Oh, American Wild Ales? Okay. Yeah. I, like, I think I like it all. It's just like the fruitiness of it. So if it has nice fruit to it... I'm really in love with it. So if it has a peach that's overpowering, I love it. Anything that has a lot of fruit, um, but that's not sweet. Mm-hmm. But that's not sweet. I don't like sweet because I'm a sour as biatch. So you like it in the middle? Like not too sour, not too sweet, but like kind of in the middle? Yeah, middle to bitter. That's what's I like, up. Yeah, I like my beers bitter, uh, middle to bitter. I don't like sweets. I've been uh, lately I've been trying to stouts, IPAs, but tri- you know, doubles and triples, but... I want to go to quadruples. Oh yeah. Of the IPAs, yeah. it's hard to find those. Well, you know what? For a long time, I was all I wanted was triples. Fuck. For a long time, that's how I'm like, give me, give me triples, but that kind of got me in trouble a little bit. Local craft beers <laughs> always make those triples. So I kind of stopped because I was, gosh, those hangovers with those triples are hardcore. Mm. If it's coming from local crackers, if, if you're drinking as much as I was, yes. How much? How much you drinking? Um, <laughs> let me tell you, um, that haze and haze we trust. That was yeah. I have one can oh, left. My okay. Well, How many, that one I had was, two cans. Was, I was I slept like a baby. That one was a party. It was a party for me here, and I don't think there was anyone else here. Um, I was by probably by myself, just having a in haste we trust party all by myself. Yeah. And the next day, my head, everything was pounding. But you know what? In the moment, I was lost in the haze. Shout outs to local craft beer, unfiltered brew for making that because those beers are fucking good. I and pay everything. a lot. And I pay a lot and all that stuff. They're fucking <laughs> good and everything. And the having those beers, it was like, whoa. Yeah. Local craft beers. Game changer. Well, lo- I mean, local craft beers, I mean, I mean, they're making some good fucking yeah, shit. Good, not to mention the cheers, you know? motherfuckers. Cheers, motherfuckers. Cheers, I mean, motherfuckers. I mean, wherever we're, uh, I pay a lot. John and Foots of Brew, Beer Thug Life, the collabs where all these breweries that they go, it, they're always going to be heavy hitters. Yeah. No matter what. And that's what I care about and stuff. Now... Let's get to the nitty gritty. So now we're going to be, this is the first time ever I'm going to do this. Now we're going to be on the unfiltered stage where anything goes. Okay. Everything is going to be unfiltered. Okay. So there's some questions I wanted to ask you um, with you with uh, Beard Thug Life, you know, which is okay. Edgar. You know, when he was going through some situations in trouble, how did you deal with that? 
Where, well, let's see. Edgar, uh, yeah, he made a few mistakes in his life. And, you know, he was in, in trouble a few times, you know, and getting, um, getting locked up. I know he's talked about this, so I do feel comfortable talking about it just because he's brought it. And he's, a, he's an open book. Yeah. Um, you know, I had my own struggles while he was locked up. Was it hard? Um, it was hard. It was really hard. Um, the thing that you guys probably don't understand is that I don't I don't blame him for it for any of it I don't because I think it was the situation where we were that we were in um, so the, re- the reason why I say this for because I don't want people in social media or anything because to stereotype on on his situation and everything mm-hmm. because you know they're always going to be shoulda coulda woulda or assumptions mm-hmm. About yeah. Beard Thug Life, we, you know, we all call him as Edgar. Yeah. Because I don't want that because, hey, we all deserve second chances. So I just want to let that out. Yeah. And he's, you know, and to be fair to him, he has the biggest heart that I know. He has the biggest heart that I know. He made a few mistakes. I don't want to put him on him. I'm not going to do that because, you know what, it's the, the society that we live in where we, you know, we live in the ghetto and we're, we're destined to end up in jail or, or to commit crimes just to make ends meet. Now, he was a young father. He was, he was a father when he was, um, you know, 18 years old. First, first kid. We were young parents. And, wow. um, you know, and I, I, I was working before I got pregnant. Actually, during, I was, during uh, my pregnancy. But then after I had my baby, I fell in love and that was it. So I stayed home. So you know what? A lot of the burden ended up being on him. Mm-hmm. And I see that a lot. I see that a lot in our community. I see that we put so much pressure on our, uh, on our Mexican uh, men, on our, on our African-American men. We put so much pressure on them to be the sole providers. Well, and I'm not going to... I don't want to say I see that a lot. I see that. No, but it's true. But I see that a lot. But we do. And, and you know, we, we have this expectation of the men to carry all this burden. And, and meanwhile, we're sitting at home having, you know, three kids, five kids, what have you not. And so, you know, he made a few mistakes. He made a few things that he, you know, in his mind and in my mind, we had to do to survive. Mm. And I'm not saying that it was okay, but I'm saying that this is, you know, survival. And, you know, I think the last time that he went, I, I honestly thought he was going to be sentenced to 10 years. Luckily for us, um, he got a five-year sentence. Um, when he, you know, when they, when he went away, I fell into a really deep depression, like really bad. Uh-huh. Um, I don't really like to talk about it, you know, but my kids have seen it. You know, they, see, they saw me. My, my father saw me. He... Pulled me out of a hole, a black hole. Yeah. He um, held my hand through it. And I changed my life. I said, well, you know, it's not my husband's fault. I asked, I asked God. I'm not a religious person, but I said, God, you know, I, I'm, I'm weak. You know, give me the strength. Give me the strength to get out of this. And, you know, he did. And he showed me the way. And, you know, I got a... a I went out and I got a job after I honestly just went through this really bad depression stage. You know, every time he, you know, fell down, I had to move and make a new life for my kids. But this time it was different. This time I said, I can't keep depending on someone else and I can't have my kids go through this anymore. Like, this is it. Mm. So, you know, I got a job. I ended up having a really good job. I lost my job because, unfortunately, I got caught up in the mix, too, somehow. 
um, and I had a I ended up having um, you know some felonies in my record so I ended up losing my job and after that I said no more like that's this is this is the time to change Maria like you've got to do it so you know I expunged my record I went back to college um, I was working six days a week what, what you call a split shift so I used to open the store close the store for the insurance company and I would during my break I would go pick up my kids from from school I would feed them drop them off at home and get back to work oh, so shit. I did all that for quite a few t- quite a few years and um, you know my kids saw that they saw that they saw the struggle and a lot of it was because I didn't want my husband to come back to the same person that he left right and I didn't want my kids to think that this was a normal way of life so I wanted to change the odds for them for me of course because I did ask myself it came to a point where I said is this all there is to me hell no this isn't it you know I had so many people tell me you can't do it you can't do it you can't you can't work and have three kids you can't do this you can't do that you know I went back to school my counselors told me there was no way I was going to be able to hold a full-time job and still go to school while taking care of my kids on my own. So I told them, fuck you, watch me do it. You know, watch me do it. And I did it. And, you know, my kids have been there the whole way. They suffered. They struggled. You know, there was times where I didn't have a single dime to my name. And um, when my oldest kid, he um, he had a bunch of video video games and he, you know, he went to the GameStop. And he went and he traded and he sold his, his video games and got some money and he came home and he like gave, gave his brother, you know, some of the money. So they separated the money amongst the three of them, you know. And um, I feel lucky. I don't see it as bad. I feel lucky that that happened. I feel lucky because that was like a wake up call, not just for Edgar, but for me and also for my kids because today we wouldn't be where we are today. So... You know, everything happens for a reason. I honestly agree that everything happens for a reason. I mean, I, I, I'm blessed. I'm blessed. It wasn't easy to get to where we are today. I'm not saying we're fantastic. I mean, we have our struggles, but you gotta really appreciate the good stuff that you have in life, you know? And I'm happy that I have a, a loving husband who's always been there. You know, he puts up with my crap because I'm not easy to handle. My kids, they put up with my crap, you know, they know that I'm overbearing and demanding. <laughs> but, you know, I, I see the bigger picture where I want all of the men in my life to succeed. And I want to take the burden off of them because society, society already did that to our men. Mm. They already did that to our, to our, to our uh, minority men. Mm. Okay? They already did that. So, come on, women. We got to stand up. We got to support. And we got to bring something to the table. Mm-hmm. And so when I talk to my kids, I say, hey, tell me who you're, who you're going to marry. Who, you, who will you marry? Is it somebody that you're going to take care of? Or is it someone that's going to add to your income? And you really got to look at that. Because I'm very welcoming to all people. But bring something to the table. Mm. Don't put the burden just on the men. See, a lot of us women, we want to bash and we want to sit there and say, happy Father's Day to me, blah, blah, blah. That's not Okay. You know, because a, a child always needs their father, regardless of your opinion, your insecurities, or the way you see life. You know, we still have to support our kids because we're making, we're hurting them more by putting down the fathers in their life than we are by bringing them up. Fuck, that's, dude, 
you just said what you had to say. That's fucking deep. And the same thing that goes for me. Me being, well, not have a lady, but back then I was a single father raising two boys on my own because the mother gave up on their kids. It's like, here, you take them. Mm-hmm. So me being a raising father, like, and my dad, my mom and dad weren't were never around. And how do I raise my boys? Mm-hmm. How to start over from the beginning? Mm-hmm. And at the same situation, I'm trying to raise my two boys. I'm trying to see my daughter. And I haven't seen my daughter in two months. Mm-hmm. So in the situation, yeah. it's something where it's like, I don't, that, you're right. It's hard because you, for men, it's going to be hard. Like, you you have to be the breadwinner. You have to do this. You have to do that. You, it's like the last thing I want to be is a, is a deadbeat dad. It's hard. Yeah, and I don't think anyone truly wants to be that. But when a but when a woman says, "Oh, I'm I'm a it's it's Father's Day for me. It's a Father's Day for me." It's that's like a slap in the face. That's a slap in the yeah. face. I hate when people say that. Like, yeah. "Oh, it's Father's Day." Well, maybe the father wants to be around, or maybe you're just holding that that kid back from the father. Yeah. Because you still can't move on, and you're still holding grudges. Yeah, and it's not about you. It's about the child. Exactly. So let that shit go. Exactly. Yeah. I get it. That's that's really deep. I understand, and I know I know it was hard, but now that you're in a better place, it's it's better now. Yeah. Now that your kids are all older now, they're all in college. Yeah. What college do y'all go to now? Well, let's see, Edgar. Oh, shout outs to Eka Preciado, uh, my firstborn, my first love, my first everything, man. He just moved into his own apartment today, so he showed us some pictures, and I'm very proud of him. This is his first official place by himself. What city? He's in New Jersey. Oh, shit. Yeah, so he went to Princeton. He graduated from Princeton. Tigers. He has a nice job where he's a Princeton admission specialist, so badass motherfucker right there. Oh, yeah. One of my heroes. And, um, you know, Angel, he's, uh, he's at work right now, but, you know, he's at home, he's figuring out, he's a little bit more hard-headed, like his mama and his, and his, <laughs> and his daddy, mm-hmm. um, but, you know, he's in- interested in the, in the craft beer game as well, he wants to learn to brew, so hopefully we get him on that track. Get someone on the inside. Get someone on the inside, <laughs> and can, who can continue the legacy, so mm-hmm. I do have a contingency plan. Mm-hmm. Um, in case anything happens to either one of us, we mm-hmm. got a plan B and a plan C. Hell yeah! Um, <laughs> but um, also to Carlos, he is in UCLA. He just moved in on Sunday. Um, he's trying to do his own thing, and I support them. You know, I want them to have everything that we didn't have. So um, I'm very proud of them. I'm extremely proud of them. You know, but. Uh, I'm also supportive of everyone else, so I want to see everyone do the same. That's good. Having three boys going to college, two going to college, one, he's going to make it. He's once against the crappier game, which is, I feel like right now in the crappier game, we're in the golden age right now. Mm-hmm. In my eyes, that's, someone is different, but in my eyes, I see. So it's good to learn to see, you know, to make, start making those on craft beers and everything. And your kids are going your kids are gonna kick ass. They're gonna be like, well, since you're since you're going to college and you make all this money, that means you gotta take care of mom and dad. It's always gonna be the must. I mean, we retire, then you take care of us. That's always, always. Uh, well, that's, see, that's another expectation, but I don't think Edgar and I have that expectation. We what's just, your expectation? I just want them to be happy, to do what makes them happy, and if 
And if, you know, like, um, like my mama used to say, because she never asked me for a dollar, she used to say, um, you know, si no me das, no me quites. So if you're not giving me any money, just don't take away, and I'm happy with that. That's what's up. You know, so I want them to just find that person in their life that's going to, you know, add to their income, support their dreams, be happy, and that's it. That's the bottom line. You know, materialistic things, who cares? Can you be my mom? <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. I mean, you're like my, to me, I always tell people, like, when, when you mention sour cream B, like, that's my mama, dude. That's like my, my super mom because she's always going to be there and stuff. And, and I'm always going to, it's like always anything you text me in the morning, I'm asleep. Like, Mega Man, what's up? I'm like, huh? Yeah, I'm, I know. I'm like, go back to sleep. We'll talk later. <laughs> okay. But, but with all that stuff. That you it, are like one of my kids already. I honestly text you <laughs> probably every day, dude. I know. But I'm like, I get off work and I'm like, okay, I'll talk. Then <laughs> we have a little thing. Texting battle words, we know what we talk about, but we yeah. can't mention. But when I get heated, you know what I'm talking about. Like, yeah. oh, you know what I mean. Um, also, with the SoCal Seversetas, mm-hmm. um, I know we talked about it again, but with the family, with the tradition, when it was coming up with five people to six people now, mm-hmm. and now it's grown to almost close to what, 100, 200 people? Over 150, yeah. 150 people now. Mm-hmm. And now with the SoCal Cervacetas and stuff, who are just killing it right now with the women, I feel like in my eyes, there's some sleepers out there in the women's in the in the crappier game right now. Yeah, definitely. That they're gonna be like, oh shit. Yeah. You know, you're gonna get that. You get that respect, but it's gonna be more respect. Yeah. Much as you can, and because women are just blowing up in the crappier scene anywhere. Right. And that's what I feel like. Ooh, I always wonder one day. In SoCal Cervacetas, there's going to be a woman out there who's going to open a craft beer, uh, open a craft beer one day. Yes, yes. That's, I always that's the see. goal. That's what I always want to see. Yeah. Who's going to do it one day and stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm still waiting It'll for... It's interesting to see who's the first one. I know. Like I said, I'm still. I'm going to say this, but I'm still waiting for Bear Talk Life to jump me in. You know? <laughs> in society, because, you know, that's the thing where it's just like... <clears throat> I don't like talk, repeating myself, but... Again, um, having... Being at the SoCal service settles and humbly going to their place and inviting me and meeting a lot of cool people and understanding, you know, that could be maybe 1% of the people I meet mm-hmm. that day. There could be more and more and more. And to me, it's just, it's, it's humbling. Mm-hmm. It's like you make a lot of friends. And back then, I didn't make a lot of friends. I was more like a outsider. I was more like anti-social. Mm-hmm. But having good friends and socializing and helping each other out and be like, oh, wow, like, that person gives a fuck about me or I gave a yeah. fuck about them. Or you meet people like, wow, I like your story. I want to have you on my podcast. Mm-hmm. It just brings out the best for SoCal Service Yeah, definitely. And, you know, like, I, I'm i going to say, like, I can't wait to be, um, you know, part of the the SoCal Service Good, good. I'm happy. I know. I'm happy. I know. I just worried. Do I have to cover up for birth that life? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, he's easy. You got to wait till you go through me. No, just play. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, and everything. Well, like, yeah, I just, I like, I like where things were going with SoCal Service Idols. Yeah, What's the future for uh, Beer Thug Life and, and with the social media and all that stuff? Well, for Beer Thug Life, we, quite, we have quite a few plans. Um, I'm not sure if he wants me to talk about these plans but he does have a few collaborations this year hopefully they come through 
Um, I'm thinking about two or three. We do have a trip plan also to um, to New to Brooklyn to Brooklyn. Um, Brooklyn. With, oh, with the beret. What kind of beret? Uh, we're going to uh, event with. Um, gosh, gosh, can't remember right now. Um, beer advocate. Beer advocate. They're having an event oh, in September. Please God, I want that guy on my podcast. September. <laughs> 14 or 15. Uh-huh. So that's going to be a fun event that we're going to go out there for. Hopefully, uh, we do have a place to stay mm-hmm. now that my son has his own place. Oh, shit. So that's what's up. Through. We're going to come through with a new Josie style. <laughs> um, we have that for next year. Uh, we have something planned that's going to be huge. Can't really talk about it. Mm-hmm. But... You gotta follow Beer Thug Life if you wanna get get in on this. And I'm telling you, it's gonna be epic. So we're gonna have a big event where we're gonna have hopefully the best of the best breweries come through. And I can't tell you anymore. I can't tell you the location, but it's gonna be one of a kind. And hopefully, it's gonna be the best the best of Beer Thug Life's taste. That's what's um, up. So that's that's coming up. Um, I do want to see. Um, well, I don't know if I should talk about this, but birthday life might come out in a short film or in a film that's going to be coming out. Uh, well, it'll start filming this August, and it's gonna be fun. Uh, we just kind of talked about the details with the writer of the movie, so. Um, shout outs to Pete. Won't say much more because I want to keep it a surprise. Mm-hmm. But um, there is a movie in the works. So that's going to be pretty dope. Pretty excited about that. Okay. And for the people, is Birthday coming up with any collabs down the road? Birthday Life is going to come out with a really awesome beer collab this year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, can't really say with who but it's gonna be so awesome you guys are gonna love it i'll just give you one clue it's gonna be name what city first (laughs) around san dimas oh i already know who so that's in the works Uh uh-huh um hopefully it happens mad love to that brewery mad love to the owner uh for killing it so we're looking forward to that i already know who but i won't mention but i will be there Good, good. I will be there. be there. No sandbox. Because they're making like mad, mad beers. So that's awesome. I, I want to go to that brewery, which should we mention or not? Nah? We'll, we'll keep it on the down low. But um, yeah, well, that's just something we'll down, you know, that we'll talk about, you know, maybe on the next episode or whatsoever. Um, lastly, I want to talk about what's been going on in Mexico. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's where I, I know I want to have you on. But I want to have a little bit more of your husband, Edgar, yeah, Beard Thug Life on. Because... He's bringing awareness to it. Awareness yeah. to it. It's good and bad. You know, you have right. your trolls here. But they... I want to say they do not understand what's been going on in Mexicali. I've been doing a lot of research. And I think it's really messed up is that... The corporate is taking over a lot of those waters where those mm-hmm. towns are, 
and moving their pipelines or here or whatsoever and using in the towns or you know having those waters as tap waters or a lot of the towns most of the times are not getting water right right and they're using those just to make fucking beers yeah like ballast point Modelo's, Victoria's, you know, Corona's and all that stuff. Such a shame. And I told my girl, no lie, I told her, I said, hey, she told me, hey, we're going to have Modelo's at your party. Like, you can go fuck yourself on that shit. I don't give a fuck. I keep it real. You know how I am. Yeah. And it's like, you know. But you know, gonna sit in a nicer way. Hey, babe, uh, you're not going to have those type of beers. <laughs> oh, those, I but, love you, but no. I love you, but no. But like, but she was telling me why. No, I'm going to have those. And that's when, when I was working, I was tagging her in the middle of the morning, 3 or 2 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. to Bear Thug Lives, you know, where he has all this stuff. Yeah. And I want her to understand what's been going on in Mexico. Yeah. And all that stuff. And I know this has been going on for close to about maybe two and a half to three years now. Yeah. Well, fun fact about um, Edgar is that he's very into, like, history and news. And he stays he stays on it. Like, mm-hmm. more power to him. Because when I heard it, I actually heard about it the first time in his podcast um, with uh, No Father, No Problem. And I turned around, and I wasn't here when he said that. But I turned around afterwards when I listened to it, and I said, gosh, are I heard you it serious? Too. Are you serious? Like, this is the first time I'm hearing about it. And, you know, he's trying to bring awareness to it. He said, babe, I'm going to say something. I'm like, hey, handle it. Because, you know what? A lot of us don't even know. Like, I didn't even know. Like, I, I hate watching the news because I hate all this negativity. You know, but he stays on it. And, you know, I think that what he has to say is very important. So I definitely want to welcome him. But I just want to address one thing. Um, There was one comment, and I don't remember who it was. But he said, what is boycotting the beer? gonna do hmm. and um i really wanted to address that because um you know caesar chavez and dolores huerta made a big movement uh when they boycotted um the wineries big wineries you know it took them five years boycotting okay because of the treatment that they had on, on these farm workers all right um it was dolores huerta another woman behind the scenes badass motherfucker who came up with the idea that you know, we've been battling this for a long time. Let's hit them where it really hurts. Because they tried just not buying the, the wine. They tried they tried it that way. Cesar Chavez went into this um, um, hunger strike. That didn't work. Um, and then it wasn't, it wasn't until um, Dolores, you know, came up with this idea. You know what? Let's hit them where it hurts. Let's get them with the grapes. So once they did that, oh, and shit. she sent, she basically told Cesar Chavez, hey, this is what you're going to do. She's the behind the woman scene that doesn't want to take credit, that doesn't get credit because she's another badass woman. Did you know that she was the one that came up with Si Se Puede? It was not Cesar Chavez who always gets credit for it. It was her. So another shout out for women behind the scenes. So when she did that, that's where it really drove down to the bottom line. So that's what made the change. So when you say, what is that going to do? Please get educated, my brother. Get educated because... It does take an army to do it, but in unity and numbers, we can do it. So mm. I welcome, you know, Edgar to come in and, and speak on it as well. Um, I do want to hear his perspective. What do you think, Edgar? Oh, oh, oh shit, I'm, I'm on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's up, guys? What's up, what's uh, up? I've been listening to all this all day, all like probably about an hour, man. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah. I man. mean, you're the one who posted, and it was, it's, it's been spreading like wildfire, so... 
when you post, we follow. We're gonna we're gonna repost it. Mm-hmm. But but this this happened. This has been happening for a whole, years. Years now, man. But a lot of people are now noticing because people don't, don't know now. Yeah, because right. but, but now think you know things are going more more rapidly. You know people. You know there's there's more people that are going on strike over there in Mexicali. They're they they have uh they, they the the government is putting cops there. Uh, uh, police and, and, saw the videos know, so like with riot gear and everything man you know what I mean and because people are protesting you know they're protesting because you know there's there's that, that Mexicali that's what people don't understand man Mexicali is a very dry area very so, so it's already like you know basically in the drought alright and then you got this mega brewery that will produce 2 million cans a day okay you 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 know how much gallons and thousands of gallons of water that, that you know? Because three gallons of water makes, makes one, beer. one gallon of beer, bro. One gallon of beer. You know what I mean? And people understand that. People, Some people don't even, they don't even care. Like, oh, I love Modelo. I don't give a fuck. That shit ain't happened to me, dog. Like, people like people don't have no type of, you know, like... Heart. Like, heart at all, man. No. That's bullshit, dog. Like, just because it ain't happened to you, dog. You know? But, you know, the, all the beer that's being brewed over there, it, 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 it's going to be... Sold here in the United States, okay. So, so we have we have the power we to say, power. you know, you know what? I'm not gonna buy that beer right now, man. Fuck that, man. Mm-hmm. You know, at least until they start making some changes, because they they got enough money, man, to you know bring their own fucking you know uh, uh, water here, or whatever. You know, over in Mexico, man. I just found out today. I have people, I have cousins and family from Mexico that I don't even know. And I want to reach out to them because I want to tell them, are you okay with water? If not, I will send some 24 packs or whatever water I can. Nah, but, but it, it, it hasn't got it's, to it's that It's more than yet. that. But, 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 but uh, it will be. It's going to happen, man. Because they were supposed to open up this year in December 2019. But since the community has been, like, you know, like protesting there and all that. So it got delayed for two years. Now they're going to open up in 2021. And, that, and that's what the people want. You know what I mean? And plus the politicians, man. Man, they don't care. They don't even care. There's three of the four politicians that that like literally work in the government, but yet they're also workers for Constellation. Mm. They they have like roles in Constellation, and they work for them too. Coincidence? What a coincidence, right? I'm telling you, man. Yeah. You know, but it's all good, man. Y'all, y'all want to go ahead and drink that Modelo, that Corona, you know, the other beers that 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 you know. You know, it, it might not happen to you, dog. I mean, it, it, you know, but but at the same time, we're part of that problem, man. If you're buying that shit, man, because that's where they're making the profit from, man. Yeah. Yeah. And guess who they're targeting, too? The fucking Latinos. Latinos, too, man. I'm and there we you, go. And there we run. Buying the product that is hurting our own people, man. These fools that did the, the it's Modelo time fools that coming out on YouTube and had like three, four million views and shit. Wake We're, up, you stupid motherfucker! You you promoting for them? And what have done? What have they done for your community, dog? Nothing but get you a DUI, get, like destined. To that's like that's follow. like that's like the boxer Canelo's advertising Modelo. No, man, he doesn't know. You know, yeah, yeah. that's why, you know, I'm always going to defend craft beer. You know, craft beer, you know, it, it, it's, they always give out to the community, man. Dude, the other day, like on Saturday, we're going to go, the, you know, they invited us to the, the craft beer uh, brewery over there in San Dimas. Uh, yeah. High Point. High Point. Uh, they're going to, so basically they give us the, the whole day to, because we're going to do, we have a, a rap, a fundraiser for kids that, you know, that need uh, school kids. supplies, foster yeah. kids that need school supplies, man. And. 
these small little breweries that barely making enough money, they're they're giving out to the community, man. What the yeah. fuck does the, the constellation give out, man? Nothing, man. Yeah. It, they, they, I mean, yes, it's 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 gonna be a hard fight because constellation is the third biggest brewery in the world. I'm talking about these guys big in the billions a year, man. Like, you know, like you know Ballast I mean? Point, Victoria, they, they Pacifico, Medello. All those, man. They, they bought, do they have about 30-some uh, uh, company that they bought? Wineries, uh, uh, crab, uh, like two or three crab breweries. Uh, uh, you know, you name it, man. These fools are in it, man. So it's like a David and Goliath fight, man. All right, yeah. Right now, you know, uh, it's been two years already, though, man. Uh, so when I saw that, you know what? I was like, man, you know what? I told my wife, I'm going to post this, man, because like, I always try to post... Something that I feel is real, man. Like that, yeah. I, I don't give a fuck about the ramifications, you know. So, but yeah, but that's, that's good. How I feel about that. But I yeah. feel like when you did, it just spread like wildfire. What you did, and it it just it's been you know everyone's. I see everyone's like, oh shit. Yeah, yeah. but the, you yeah. see that, but has there? They're still building. They're still building. We haven't done a goddamn thing, though. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh. uh well, but to be fair, a lot of us didn't even know about it until someone like him like opens our eyes to it, and it's like now I went I went to the store earlier to get some pretzels for Mega Man, and <laughs> oh damn, I I guess I mean for the pretzels, for the beers, for the mix, like yeah, I guess. But, um, <laughs> but I saw the beers and I just shook my head, like I can't believe it. You know they're still standing there. Yeah, well they're gonna continue to stand there because people aren't educated. You know, so it's gonna take more than and, and you know, yes, we post. Not only that, people don't give a fuck, man. That's the that's the that's problem. The is that shit, you don't man. care. You that you don't care. Like open your eyes, cause we do have the power to make changes. I don't like when people say, Well, what is one vote gonna do? Or what am I gonna No, come together. Like you have to come together. You can't stand alone. You have to come together because it takes more Nobody than one cares what's going on in another country. And it's that's not US, okay. Man. It's not it, But that's see we not have okay. a big factor in that because we're the ones that's buying that shit, man. Exactly. I don't want to buy that shit. I told my girl, don't ever buy the Madonna. No, no, and, and, and seriously because when 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 uh when Constellation bought the rights to Moleno, Corona, and all that, they have to buy it out from, from uh, Budweiser, which is mm. uh, Anheuser-Busch, AB, InBev. And they only gave them rights to only sell in the U.S. The AB, InBev has rights to sell everywhere else. So all the beer that's made in Mexico is, or, or basically is going to be sold in the United States because that's the only place they could be able to sell. Mm. That's part of the contract, you know, when they bought them off. Mm. That's crazy, you know. Like, I don't want to buy none of that shit. I don't either. No, because it, it makes me feel like. No, we got we got fucking good ass beer from. Dude, you could go go to your local crap brewery, and I promise you, you're gonna have something better than Moreno. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I want to because I'll tell my girl like, we have a baby shark coming up, and you know the following week, and I was like, what kind of crap beers do we get? Like, well, I don't want no Modelos. I want none of that shit. Be like, well, my family likes it. I don't give a shit. I don't want that. Because they don't understand, but I want something different. Mm-hmm. You know, if they, you know, because a lot of Mexican people, they're so one-dimensional with certain bits. Like, oh, yeah. I want you to go Corona Pacifico. <laughs> they, they, need to, they need to open their eyes and see, like, yeah. hey, I'm going to try this and this and this. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Well, good. We'll, we'll see what's up, but uh, I want to lighten this up because I want people to understand what's going on in Mexicali mm-hmm. and, and what's up with all these, you know, people taking all that. Look, uh, look uh, at least... If, if, if they would at least try to 
if you're a big ass company and you got a lot of money, you can fucking bring water to the, to, to you, man. Yeah, don't take it from the, you know, from the community, man. You know what I mean? You, you got it like that, man. Uh, apparently, they don't understand or they don't give a fuck. So why am I going to support that? Yeah. Politics, corp, you know, corruption in Mexico. And what's going to happen is there's no water going to the city. They're all going to be, we need water. And they're all going to die. Yeah. That's just how it is. Corruption in uh, Mexico. What's yeah, the fucking government over there sucks, man. I'm telling you, man. Well, well, it's so it here too, but let's not talk about that. Yeah, we're not talking about that, but that's, <laughs> but, but you see now, you know why people want to come to America. Yeah, you know here, and you see a lot of people from other countries coming over here trying to come to have a better life, and, mm-hmm. all. and I understand that, you know. Yeah. But the, the Mexico situation, they need to work on it because you know there's a lot of stuff they need to work on. Yeah. But taking the taking the resources, taking the water from the people from different cities, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. And that's where I want to boycott. Yeah, you know them. I would never want to drink that shit. And I told them, <laughs> I said, if I ever see someone drinking a Modelo, I'm gonna kick that beer from them. I was like, hey, I'll give you a beer, but don't don't drink that shit. Mm-hmm. And but a lot of Mexicans don't understand. Well, I want to drink a beer because I love it, but you don't understand what you're doing when you drink that fucking beer. Right. Because they don't give they a fuck. Like I said, people don't give a fuck, man. They're just gonna be like, all right, well, it ain't happening to me. I don't care. There's a lot of people that don't care, man. But you know what? That's not gonna, you know, uh, stop me from doing and saying the right, what I, what the right thing, man. You know, now you gotta I, do the right thing. You gotta it, be ethical. If I could bring one percent of their sales, like you know, like if I could stop one percent of their sales, you know, or half a percent of the sales, you know, you know, uh, that's good. You know, that's good for me. You know, because I, obviously this is David in the light fight, dog. But with social media, you can spread like wildfire. Yeah, but you know, I'm not that big enough to to you know to do Man, that. Right? You never know. Never know. I never know. You never know. You know when when you post it, I post it, and whatever and stuff, and people are gonna post it. You, we're gonna do whatever we can to help yeah. each other out and spread the world, and it goes out world and world, and you know, because you have people who follow Beer Thug Life or me or whoever, then they're gonna spread it, spread it, like, oh, what the fuck's going on? And they're going to keep on looking at Birth Thug Life's story. And they're going to say, well, this is what's going on. And they're going to tell the story of this is what's this, this, and this. And they're going to be like, oh, shit, I didn't know yeah. about that. And now the people are going to understand what's going on in Mexicali. What's going on with all these corporations, what they're doing, mm-hmm. taking the water from the people. But just, just, just listeners, man, uh, just, just to just realize, man, uh, how are we going to move forward as a human race if... You're saying, it's not me, it's them. It should be us, all of us together, man. How, how are we going to move forward, man? Mm-hmm. You know, just because it's not happening to you, oh, well, there's shit I love, I love this beer. You're a fucking, if that's not what you think about, you know what I mean? And that means you have a closed fucking mind. Yeah. And don't, you know, make decisions for yourself. Mm-hmm. That's good. Good talk. Good talk with the life. I mean, Edgar. <laughs> I know. Call me Edgar. I know. It's hard, man. That's why I always say every time I say, 
What's up, homie? It's your boy Edgar from Beer Thug Life. Uh, <laughs> I don't want to get sucked in the ribs, dude. <laughs> no, but no, but it's good that to, to have this understanding to let people know what's been going on and stuff to to make this more relevant so people understand what's going on in Mexicali and all that stuff. This is this is very important, very good topic topics in the craft beer community. It's the same thing, like you know, like when the the the, the older in Africa. You know the diamond, uh, uh, the big old diamond company in Congo, yeah. In the Congo, like they're fucking, they have kids that, that you know, they're like Sierra, child, child, you know, like you Sierra know, Leone, yeah. It's your whatever, you know, they kill people, you know, just for diamonds, man. Blood you know, diamonds, love, yeah. yeah, exactly. It's called blood diamonds, man. The same thing, man. These big companies go anywhere where where the government is like, all right, well, these guys are poor. The government is. You know they're they're pretty corrupt, so you know we got top dollar. You know, like at the end of the day, people got you know they. Everyone has a price, dog. Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and these guys got money, long pockets, man. But you know, uh, like I said, uh, I don't give a fuck, man. I'm gonna keep keep spreading the word. You know, and uh, if you don't want to listen, oh well, man. So I but, but but hey, this is real shit. This ain't the internet, dog. People's like the. I had a message. Some dude, some dude said uh, in the comments, he was like, "Oh, everything on the internet is is, is true." You know, like, <laughs> yeah, like you know, he'd be super sarcastic, man. Like, you dumb motherfucker, man. Well, dude, we 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 won't mention, but we we go through the shit like that. There's there's the trolls where they talk shit but they don't do the homework and yeah. and they make assumptions but they don't say like oh yeah, yeah. and they say oh by the way I'm sorry for it. like well no, because it's because sometimes you know we'll talk without even doing the research man and you know it's part of sometimes you're drunk you don't have time to do research or whatever <laughs> you know for real it's true no I know it's true like I, I, sometimes I comment to like damn I'm fucked up I shouldn't have said that <laughs> and then I like you know like oh well it's too fucking late dog. you know what I mean. <laughs> well, I'm not like that. Like, and I, I, and I, I don't mean. I, I love you. I, and I, I'm not. I'm not trying to be like a troll, dog. I, I, don't, I don't troll nobody, dog. You know. You want to come see me here? Come through. Give me a call, dog. And PM me, the motherfucker. <laughs> see, that's how I love my boy Brit Doug Life, man. He's he keeps it. He he keeps it real. He's for the city. He's for comps. He's from CBT. Right. But um, no, this is a good topic and. It's good that we had to let this thing uh, play out and let it be known and stuff like that. But other than that, um, are there any last words? Because I want my listeners to know, what's Sour Queen B about for my listeners? Sour Queen B is all about supporting other women in the craft beer scene, but just women in general. Um, I'm here to support you no matter what means you're probably taking in the craft beer scene. Let's just leave it at that. Mm-hmm. Um, but she's also very supportive of anyone who's trying to reach a goal and a dream. So um, if there's any way that I can help you or guide you, whatever, I'm here, man. Like that, yeah. that's, that's my gift to the world is to help and support everyone else. That's what's up. Are there any shout outs or, or anyone like you, you like you wanna give I wanna give a shout out to this girl because she <laughs> she helped me out. Well, there's plenty of women out there. Of course, definitely first and foremost the SoCal Cervaceras, number one on my list, but I also wanna give a shout out to Candace Hate Stouts, uh Laura Brittany. I want you um, I want you and Candace on my podcast. Yeah, that's trouble. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> I wanna give a shout out to 
Beer Adventures with Lovey, my my virtual partner, gym partner. Also, uh, shouts to Beer Adventures. Uh, I was supposed to have her on. Yeah. Um, there was a death in the family. Yeah. And um, I will reschedule that. Yeah. Uh, my condolences and everything yeah, for the family. We're and here others. for you, girl. We're here for you, girl. And um, you let me know when you're ready, girl. Yeah, definitely. Take your time. Um, I want to give a shout out to Brew Dolls as well. Um, Ooh, I'm gonna have her on. Cool as, um, she's dope, man. She's dope. And um, I also want to give a special shout out to Craftally, who I met at um, State Brewery about probably two or three weeks ago, and um, uh, she had a bottle share with the beer goodies and she went and I guess she went up to my husband or my husband went up to her one way or the other and he was like yeah yeah nice to meet you and she's like yeah yeah whatever we're sorry queen B <laughs> so I was like shout out to her because we have been um we have been in contact for for quite a quite a while as well so I want to give a shout out to her and um I'll be hitting you up soon so we can get together but shout out to all the ladies man just keep doing what you're doing whether you're brewing whether you're managing um, you know, whether you're pretty, you're just putting pretty pictures out there of yourself, you know, and, and other women are hating. Let's not do that, please. Let's just be supportive of each other. And, you know, it's already, it's already a man's world. So why are we going to dog each other out? So mm. let's keep that positive vibe going and just, um, keep supporting each other, uplifting. It's about uplifting, not about putting other, other people down. Hell yeah. That's what's up. I want to give a shout out to my girl, Cynthia, of course. We're going to have our little son, Emiliano, in September. My boys, Gavin and Alex. I know they're at home chilling, watching Netflix. I don't know why. <laughs> my boy, Beard Thug Life. My boy, Edgar. He's my boy. He's like, he's like my uncle. He's like my... He's like, he's like my... He's my drunk uncle. <laughs> he's my drunk uncle. My shout out to Luna. Shout outs to SoCal Cervicetos. Shout out to SoCal Cervicetas. And I'm going to let you know, when you guys hear this, Mega Man is going to be in your society. And I will do whatever I can to bring um, whatever I can to to help out with the society on both. Last but not least, a big ass motherfucking shout out to Mega Man, Mega Man, Mega Man. See you three times and he might show up. I'm getting tired. I'm getting getting (laughs) crying. I'm getting crying. He might just show up. Hey, so so I'm going to say, I'm going to touch you and you say, don't touch me. And, and I'm going to say, why? You're not my uncle. <laughs> He's my uncle. Know. He's my uncle. <laughs> <laughs> He's that uncle. <laughs> yeah, he's that uncle, dude. No, but um, and thank you so much for Sour Queen B to, for being on the podcast. And, my pleasure. I, and you're one of the reasons why, like, putting these episodes for women who love crap beers, you're one of the main reasons I'm going to give you so much love because you're helping me out so much putting these 10 episodes out and uh, much as I can to have the women's stories be told in the crapper scenes. And uh, I'm trying to hold my tears, but <laughs> get a little emotional. But um, I thank you so much because it's it's really an honor for you. And uh, with you and your husband, you guys are like family to me. And I love you guys so much. And we love you too. And we <sighs> want the best for you. And for your family. And for those boys. And for Emiliano and Cynthia. <laughs> And you know what? I look up to you because I've been following you for a while and I've been listening to your story and your story touched me and your story is what made me feel okay to share mine. So on that positive note, keep doing what you're doing, Mega Man, because you're going to fucking rock this world. 
So much love, much support, and we will always be here. I really sorry, I got a little emotional because that I give a fuck about her and and Bear Thug Life because they always been there for me and I'm always gonna be there for them because having them is like I I'm gonna be honest like I won't get to it but there was a, I wanted to quit this podcast for crap beer months because a lot of stuff happened you know but with the help of her Bear Thug Life uh, uh Theo from Crowns and Hops and. And John and Filter Brew, they gave me all these heavy hitters and 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 make me realize, you know, like, hey, don't give up. And yeah. and you're one of the one of the reasons, and your husband and everyone else, like, I got to keep on going. I I have to fulfill this promise of trying to bring out the best guests I have for the Mega Man's Pockets for the Crafter Months. And and you know what? I thought about this, and I'm gonna say this now. That I will be doing a separate podcast for the Making Mass podcast, but also I will be making a separate podcast for craft beers. Awesome! And I want this. I want this to be strictly craft beers, but I want to have my own inspiration and stuff, whatever for my thing. So I will be putting out two podcasts and two different podcasts because I feel like I get so much love and so much family and the craft beer scene that. I was thinking about, like, this is going to be a little hard, but yeah. I will be putting out maybe two or three episodes a month on the craft beer scene. Right. Because I want SoCal Service Settles and all the craft beer brewery people scenes to their, their stories to be told around the world. Definitely, definitely. Sorry, I got a little emotional. And we got your back. I got your we back. We all got your back. You know I got your back, too. No matter what. No matter. Oh, thank and, you. Thank you for having me. And you and your and your husband, Edgar. Edgar. <laughs> you know, Bird Dog Life, you guys consider us the Mega Man family. And I love you guys. You're like my mama to me. Um, I'm everyone's mama. Do I let know. me be. <laughs> my mama wakes me up at 8 o'clock. Hey, what are you doing? That's What's up me. with it? Who's the next guest? Who's the next guest? I'm like, well, fuck, mom. Can I get some sleep, mama? That's so funny. I'm not in college, you know? That's so funny because I didn't even tell you, like, go back to sleep. Didn't I say you? I was like, okay, you go did. back to sleep. Because you know when you text me about the stuff that you're talking about, I get so pumped up. <laughs> I'm like, fuck him. You know? But I have to, but... I I really appreciate like you being there and um I I'm honored. Oh. And but other than as that we, as we are too. Thank you. Thank you so much too for being on the Women Who Love Craft Beers episode and I love you. I love you too. Love Cheers you. motherfuckers. That's my boy. <laughs> Cheers motherfucker from Edgar. Other than that, subscribe to the Megan Mass podcast. Please write review. Uh, leave me those five stars. Apple, Google, Radio Public, Anchor, Spotify, the whole nine yards. If you can't find my podcast, just fucking DM me. Um, other than that, ladies, stop sending me naked pictures. Gay guys, stop sending me some dick pictures. I don't know what's up. But other than that, like, I love you. I love all my fans and everything. But um, like I said, thank you so much for being on the podcast. I had to say that. I'm sorry. I get so many flax and DMs, but it's all good. I love all my followers, but hey, you go too deep, yo. We never get DMs. Fuck, dude. And shout out to Beard Thug Life for, you know, letting us know what's been going on in Mexicali and, and the whole the thing with uh, Coronas and Bounce Point and all that stuff. And please boycott them because you have to know the situation what's been going on in Mexico. Other than that, thank you, Beard Thug Life. Sour Cream B and Mega Man, we are out. Later, guys.